episode, we discuss a woman with grit, courage, and inspirational faith, Harriet Tubman. I knew the stories of Harriet on the Underground Railroad, but was deeply humbled and convicted as I learned more about her determination, selflessness, generosity, and unwavering faith in and reliance on God. I hope you'll enjoy learning more about this incredible hero. Thanks for being here. Hi, I'm Becky, the host of the Girl on a Hill podcast, where we encourage you to stop hiding, start shining, and to be the woman you were created to be. You can download Girl on a Hill podcast on your favorite podcast app, such as Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. Thanks for listening, and now, let's head to the hill. Hey, welcome to Girl on a Hill. Um, I have with me Crystal and Jolene. Hello! And this is kind of an interesting day because the, the la- it's the last time we'll be recording at this yes. location. Mm-hmm. So go- all of the content you hear October forward will be recorded in our new studio. It's yeah, exciting. It's exciting. It is exciting. It's change. There's a lot of feelings today. Yeah. But, you know, that's all right. So we are continuing our hero series. We're talking about a super cool lady. I'm so excited. Like she is, I knew she was cool going in. She yeah. is awesome. But then studying her more, it was like blown. I know you, blown. I'm super excited for some of the details of her life that you're going to provide that I didn't know. I'm super excited she for that. She was awesome. We are talking about Harriet Tubman. Yay! So, this, I mean, we don't know her birthday. Mm-mm. Like, oh, really? Be, they didn't keep records of of slaves. I wonder if she knew how old she was or she just If it was guessed. an estimate. It's yeah. es- she, There's an estimate between 1820 and 1822. Mm-hmm. Okay. Her, and uh, we know when she died. She died March 10th of 1913. Oh, mm-hmm. oh wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, it feels more recent. Yeah, yeah. when you say it like that, I'm like, that's really recent. I mean, that's not that long before, like, my grandfather was born. Correct, yeah. But you think about history and, like, oh, that was ages ago. Like, not really. Not really. And that that should shock and scare. I mean, I don't know. Like, we've come a long way, but. Yeah. Yeah, I just wrote that feels so long ago. She was alive while my great-grandmother was alive. Mm -hmm. That's nuts. Yeah. That's that's super nice. Great grandma. Like that. And I'm yeah. not that old. That's <laughs> this wasn't that long ago. She was born with the name Araminta Ross. Mm-hmm. And her nickname growing up was Minty. Mm-hmm. Isn't that adorable? Yeah. Um, she was born into slavery. So she yeah. was born into a terrible yeah. situation. Um, as a child, three of her sisters were sold to faraway plantations. Mm-hmm. So breaking up her family. So already her family situation is horrifying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it gets worse. Right. Because you have no choice. I just can't even imagine the feelings her mother went through. You have no say in your children yeah. being sold away from you. Like it's right. This is horrifying. At the age of five, mm. her owners, and that word alone, I wrote that. Yeah. I hate like yeah. people are not property. No. Um, they started loaning her out to what? neighbors what? as a domestic servant. She's five. Five. Yeah. And like loaning her off to neighbors to come and help them clean. But that, I mean, it, it is a whole unfortunate situation. Well, it's but yeah, history. It is. And you got to think that her parents taught her how to work mm-hmm. as soon as she could hold something. Yeah. Well, because she if she to. wasn't useful, oh, yeah. you, then you'd rather gone. be in the house. In the house rather than the, the field. The field. Yeah. yeah. It's all rough. So, it's, I mean, 
Yeah. It's tough. Um, she started, she had some feistiness. And yeah. that's part of why I love her. Me too. Um, she started to fight back at age 12. Mm-hmm. Mm. So first, I mean, like you're young. Yeah. And yeah. you are in a position where people think you're nothing. Yeah. But yeah. she knew even then. At 12, she intervened to keep her slave master from beating a slave who had started trying to escape. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And she saw, and this is where I kind of drew a conclusion because one of her nicknames later on was Moses. Uh-huh. And then I thought of Moses in the Bible who yeah. saw a slave being beaten and killed him. Okay, well, oh, she yeah. didn't kill well, n- the slave man. N- n- no. Um, we probably wouldn't know any more of her we story. If no. That, yeah. no. But for intervening, she was at age 12, beat in the head with mm. a two pound weight. Mm. And this caused her a lifetime of severe headache, headaches and narcolepsy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a two pound she weight. She didn't die. She's lucky yeah. she survived. I mean, that's it's horrifying yeah but you have to think like all of these things gave this woman some gumption yeah and some grit and some fire in her belly yeah um and i just think that's too amazing like that that she used that to do this amazing thing not and it didn't break her yeah that's what i was thinking that it it propelled it forward Mm -hmm. of like no yeah. You're not going to do this. Yeah. This is not okay. Because of course it's not okay. No. But I think how many of us would, would have just crumbled and given up? Yeah. yeah. Or I can't do anything now because yeah. I have, I'm assuming, what could be debilitating oh, headaches yeah. and narcolepsy. You don't choose when you sleep. You don't no. choose how fatigued and, you feel. And it's not like you can take a sick day no. No. as a slave. Like, I'm, I have a headache. Like, no, you had to muscle They didn't through. even have Tylenol. No. What did yeah. they have? Like, laudanum? Yeah. Coke? Pain? I yeah. don't know. It's that. terrible. I'm sure they had some natural. I mean, but would yeah. you get but I'm sure access to it as a slave? Well, well, maybe like remedies their, in the field. Like, yeah, I was yeah. Like, they were it's they be, were pretty dang clever. They were. I mean, they had a support system of their own. They had yeah. to. Oh, you couldn't have survived in that situation no. without that. So no, it's not like you know the plantation owners were giving them anything. access to anything. Do we but, know what no. state she was born in? Uh, Maryland. Oh. Okay. Maryland. Um, This is, she just blows my mind. While she was in slavery, she is quoted to have been in a very regular habit of praying for her master. Oh Mm. my, wow, that's amazing. Uh, Yes. She was quoted there. She would pray for God to change his heart and mind and for him to be converted. Wow. That, right, even if it stopped right there. I mean, it is so hard to pray for your enemies and you're getting beat in the head and watching your sisters be sold and everything. I'm treated as property and everything wrong with humanity. I don't know if I could pray that. I I mean, like, what a biblical representation of love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. Like, I'm blown. Someone cuts me off in the driver's lane. (laughs) I don't want to pray for them. You know, (laughs) it was amazing. So, yeah, I just think, is that what I would have been praying for my enemy about to spend eternity with me? But you got to think that that yeah. probably also came from her family. Oh, yeah. And so. Strong, good family. That is, I mean, something that her parents or grand, someone in mm. the family had that that faith. Yeah. And that's amazing. You have to think that faith is what held them together. Yeah. How they got through. Okay, now. That's already amazing to me to pray for her enemies Mm -hmm. and to want to be with him in heaven. But she blew my mind further when she said she supposed that there would be, yes, some slaveholders in heaven as they didn't know any better and were, this was a near quote, 
acting up to the light they had. Wow. wow. And that just blew my head. Like, talk about mercy. Yeah. Like, where she was able to forgive to a point to go, they don't know any better. They were raised this way. Yeah. They were taught that this oh, was okay, and they're just doing the best. That, I, I, I like, can't we, even. We look back on it, and I would love to say, you know, like, if we were on the other side, mm-hmm. that we would understand. I mean, like, right. this is a person. Yeah. Yeah. Made in the this, image of God. They had the Bible, not, too. What this is they? not property. Yeah. I, I would just really hope that, that we would understand that, and Me we too. would fight for that cause. But good for her to, I, to I understand that. But and we understand personalities too. Yeah. So there are some personalities that that wouldn't question authority. Yeah, you know, yeah. like this. This is just the way that it is. Yeah. Wow. And just that she would see that hate is taught. She mm-hmm. understood that, but that in her, for her there was no hate, yeah. even for these people that yeah. treated her with such contempt. That love is also taught, and you have to think her parents must have just been amazing, amazing, amazing people. people. Yeah. So, uh, while slaves were not allowed to marry, she entered into a marital union with John Tubman. Mm-hmm. He was a free black man. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Also, like, Whoa. Rare, uh, in 1844, and she gave herself the nickname Harriet, likely after her, her mother, who was named Harriet Green. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. But, oh, her story, man. Five years later, in 1849... She escaped with two of her brothers. Mm-hmm. Oh. However, upon learning that a $300 bounty was out for their return, her brothers decided to go back. Oh. And she helped them get back home. Wow. Okay. They wanted to turn around and go back, and she helped them go back. And then she went on the Underground Railroad, railroad by herself. Yeah. Mm. Her husband wouldn't come with her. Yeah. Oh, that's hard. So she, they, they go with her brothers. They're almost to to freedom. They find out there's this bounty. They turn around and go back. She asks John to go with her. He won't, and she's mm-hmm. like, "You know what? I'm going." That's so tough, right? I mean, like, yeah. this is the only life that they knew, mm-hmm. and John was a free man. Yep. So what would happen oh. to him if then he, he was, was involved or, with yeah. that? So mm-hmm. that's a I mean, you got to feel for them. Yes. It, it, it's not a matter of like, man, I would never do that to my yeah. spouse or someone I love, or That's, I would never yeah, turn around and go back. It's our, there's situations we cannot even pretend to understand. No. But we all understand the fear of the unknown yeah. as well. We've all dealt with that in some form. Yeah. And that's, I mean, there is a lot of unknowns. It's not like they were it necessarily wasn't an easy safe. Yeah. Yeah. But then you also know, like, again, where I'm just amazed she didn't crumble, like, this is rejection yeah. by someone that supposedly lo- you know, loved you. Yeah. This relationship that was then broken. And again, she didn't crumble. She kept going forward. But also to help your brothers get back home. Yes. Like not even just like, okay, fine. I love you. I'm moving forward. Yeah. See, yeah. see you on a flip side. Yeah. It's. And then uh, to make it worse, her husband didn't come. And then he married a free black woman two years oh, later. Yeah. So he Ouch. married someone else. So she really was then. Independent woman. Yeah. Um, Later, she said, upon crossing into the free state of Pennsylvania, Mm -hmm. when I found I had crossed that line, I looked at my hands to see if I was the same person. Oh. There was such a glory over everything. 
The sun came like gold through the trees and over the fields, and I felt like I was in heaven. Wow. That is so lovely. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. Like, and you just think, like, we take freedom for granted. We really do. We're so fussy about the tiniest things. And here, like, this woman is this one moment of just being free, and I'm not going to get whipped today, and no one's going to throw a brick at my head. And, and she has nothing right now. Yeah. Oh, no she possessions. Is, yeah. She has no way what to provide for herself. She doesn't have a place to have live. Over yeah. her head. She has no, who knows the last time she ate. Oh, yeah. man. You know, she may not have even eaten for five days. And here that is like. And here we throw a fit if Taco Bell gets our order wrong. Right. <laughs> and it's like, but how lovely that the sun even felt different. She's so cool. Yeah, she's awesome. Now. Here's where I get really even more inspired. See, her story just builds where it's yeah. like, I want to be this lady. Because she was now free. Free and clear. Yeah. Know, first time in her whole life. Free. And I, at this point, would probably be thinking about me. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm done. I'm out. I made it. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go live my life now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go do what I want to do for and the first time. She's in time. her 30s. Yeah. We're talking roughly, like, maybe even you. not quite 30, late 20s, if it's, what, 49? Yes, 1849. And we were, yeah, she was born in 1820. Yeah, she's yeah. probably almost. So, 30. I mean, like, you got a lot of life ahead of you. Yes. Yeah. Right. And like, I think you could just completely start over. Oh, right yeah. Then. And I don't think anybody would have faulted anyone. I mean, no. Well deserved. Like, you yes. go. Go live your life, lady. Yes. Like, that was earned, like, more than earned. Like, that's more if, life than most people have in their whole life, right yes. there. Yes. Like, yeah. go right do there. whatever you want to do. Yeah. And enjoy every second. Because she just escaped stinking slavery. Yeah. But for her, she was like, no, I see other people in a situation I've been in. Mm-hmm. I made it to the other side and I can help them through this struggle. Yeah. That's amazing. Yes. What a giving heart. I know. Because, I mean, I wish we were all that way because everybody has something they've been through that's awful. Yes. Where we could help somebody through the other side. Yes. But we're often just focused on living our own lives and we haven't been through anything like slavery no so harriet is known now there are a lot of there's a lot of myths on the internet and you got to search through and sort through the Mm -hmm. info yes of course so a lot of people mistakenly believe that she invented the underground railroad Mm -mm. she did not because she used it to escape herself but she is the most now if you want to call her famous or infamous i think they both work conductor mm-hmm. of the railroad. Mm-hmm. So her journey on the Underground Railroad started uh, when she heard her niece, her niece and her niece's two children mm-hmm. were about to be sold. Mm-hmm. So that was when she first made the trip. And she was like, you know what? I'm starting this. I'm going to go back and get them. Yeah. So in a 10-year period, she made 13 trips mm-hmm. on the railroad. Um and people have to understand too, not a not a train. No, not if you don't know. Like, look into it. And you got to think your feet the, are the train. She's going back to a place to get her family. Yeah, everybody knows her there. Mm-hmm. One of the people, one of her friends or family members may say something. Oh, and could have ratted for sure at yeah. any time. Purposely I mean, this, or this was not. beyond mm-hmm. unsafe. She she wouldn't survive. No, oh, no, she they, was they, never they safe. Would, they were. They no. would not allow for her to continue. Behind oh, no. enemy lines every single time. Oh, That's, yeah. She would have been. Uh, more than once a year. Yeah. So 13 trips in a 10-year period. And she guided personally around 70 people to safety. Wow. 
including both of her parents yeah. and several oh. of her siblings. Mom and dad. Isn't that awesome? That makes me so happy. Um, she was never caught and never lost a passenger. Yeah. Wow. That's so awesome. Pretty stinking rad. So I read something while studying that really struck me. I read that each time, I'm going to cry again. These people, man, they're so cool. Each time she completed a safe passage on the railroad, she was reminded of two things. Her own strength Mm -hmm. and God's power. And I just thought about how often we forget both of those things. Yes. Yeah. Like, how often? Okay, so here's my question. How often do we either make excuses about how we're not strong enough to do something? Mm -hmm. I can't handle that. It's too much. Mm -hmm. Or wipe away the power of God by focusing on our shortcomings. Mm. All well, I'm often. just a nobody, also so God can't too. use me. All like, too It's often. too big for God. All the time. Yep. All the time. And here's the thing that makes her even more rat. And they're all just, and Sid just jumped in. She doesn't have to talk. But, like, they're all <laughs> nodding because, like, Harriet is amazing. Harriet like, had some some deficits. Like, yeah. she had a lot to overcome. She had the debilitating headaches. Yeah. She was wanted. Yeah. Like, never safe. She never learned to read or write. Mm. She didn't have any money, and she yeah. was a woman. Probably played and, against her as well. Oh, that's yeah. a huge being a woman. Then, like, yeah, what did you have? And besides? not just a, a woman of color. Yeah, what? Yeah. Did, so even in yeah. a free state, you have to assume that not everybody's you know going to be your friend, super supportive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah she had no support. I mean, she eventually went back for family, but she right. was doing this. By herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She had the, the debilitating headaches. She didn't have extensive training. And most of us would look at that list and go, yeah, I can't. Yeah. It's too much. I'm out. That And it sounds like she did a lot of camping. That's air quotes. Camping. Mm-hmm. That's not for everyone. And this is like old school camping. There are no nice tents. Okay. Yeah. You're hiding under apple carts and anything. Anything um, and everything. Yeah. yeah. Dressing up. Now, I don't know on your notes. If it, stop me if it's going to come up. What kind of numbers did other people have from the Underground Railroad? Did it give anything like that of, like, percentages of people survived or not? I mean, you're saying she brought over 70 people. Everybody made it. Everybody made That was rare yeah. that she didn't lose a passenger. They don't say that about very many other people. And it's hard because even in her later on in her life, she hired someone to write her story. Uh-huh. And the biographer inflated the numbers. Mm, okay. So there's things going around on the internet that says Harriet saved 300. Um, Harriet herself would be later be like, nah. Like, so she went that too, like that she wouldn't self inflate. Yeah. Because how many of us pad our stats? Like, mm. yeah. I'm not going to correct them. Right. You know, like, yeah. people do that. It's fine. Yeah. Right? It's like, like, oh, let them think oh. it. Yeah. But I'm not honestly, sure. Honestly, going back for one person yeah. is amazing. Much but less going, 13 times. Yeah, 13 times. Well, because that's, that's not just, the, I mean, that's there and back. Yes. There and back. Um, and eventually she wasn't just going to Pennsylvania. She was going to Canada. I'll get there in a minute. Mm. But so Harriet knew all those wrong, those things about herself, the ways uh-huh. where all of us would stop and be like, I can't, I won't, it's mm-hmm. too hard. But she knew that. But she knew she was strong. Uh-huh. And she knew that her God was powerful and mighty to save. And isn't that all we need to know? Yes. It that's, should be. That's all we need to know. <laughs> like, I know who I serve. I know who called me to do this. The end. The end. It's not you doing anything, by the way. It's him doing everything. Okay. She had done something successfully once, and that was enough. And then she thought, okay, I've done it once. I can do it again. Okay, I've done it twice. I can do it again. And she knew it was God doing the work. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
There's so many cool quotes. I wanted to write them all down. Um, she said, this is her, not Becky. I said to the Lord, I'm going to hold steady on to you, and I know you will see me through. I just, I've been picturing that, like, holding but, onto God's, like, strong shoulders. But she lived that long before oh, yeah. she escaped. That's true. Because how else did she get but through But think that? about the hope that was also needed to mm, escape. That's true. I mean, like, you had to hope. That you could do something else. Mm-hmm. That there would be a life on the other side of that line. She has that, so many hope, courage. Yeah. She's got all of them. Yeah. Maybe she gets along with Apostle Paul real good. Because mm-hmm. well, those, those, they could be at your table. My table's going to be, I'm going to need a banquet hall. Like this <laughs> introvert is going to be meeting everybody in heaven. <laughs> but um, that's just, I mean, that's just truly amazing. I mean, she, she prayed for her master. Still can't believe at, that. You know, like. At a young age. Yeah. That faith. Yeah. I mean, she blows like, my mind. Like how you were like, she was like piggybacking. She was like, well, I'm how just take her me for a ride. Teach that so I can teach my kid that way. Cause I, I would assume uh-huh. that her parents didn't read or write, but I they had not. enough Bible knowledge to yeah. tell their kid, how do I do it like that? Yeah, her faith was amazing. Her um, good friend actually told her biographer that he'd never met another person who more closely relied on the voice of God and that Harriet said she talked to God every day of her life. Uh, and that stinking shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you can't be that kind of person on no. your own. No. No. And see, and then I'm convicted again because how often when things aren't going our way, which clearly nothing was going right. her way, do we... Like pout like little children or say dumb things like God doesn't love me anymore. Because I don't say that, but I definitely can throw a pity party. Yeah. Like, "Mm, I guess, you know, I want my way. And she didn't turn her back on God. She never thought God gave up on her. No. Even when she's in this awful. I mean, she had lifelong disabilities and that she didn't let that stop her. (sighs) I'm just, I'm blown. So then it got even harder. So then the Underground Railroad trips got even harder because Mm -hmm. of the Fugitive Slave Law Uh enacted in 1850, where then a slave could be captured in the North and returned. Okay. Mm, That's not my favorite law. So she'd been freeing people for 10 years now, or we don't know how long it was between her freedom and her going back for her sister and nieces. But I'm sure it wasn't that long. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. So now there's all these, like, bounty hunters and men, you know, angry plantation men. Easy money. Yeah. Because you could probably tell the difference between, I mean, a person who was born Mm -hmm. into slavery and a person who was born born into a free state. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there were a lot of differences. You can just picture, I just, I can picture exactly the type of dudes on the horses, Uh the good old boys rounding them up, like, Oh, yeah, that's a horrible. But this didn't stop her. She's like, "Mm, I don't care about this law. I'm going to keep going. And now she rerouted the Underground Railroad to Canada, knowing Pennsylvania was no longer safe. So she endured a longer, more dangerous journey for other people's benefit. And probably a not even known passage. Yeah. Because new territory. Because if if all you had to do was make it to Pennsylvania prior. Yeah. How far is Pennsylvania from Canada? Yeah. That's that's Uh. That's a good ways. Yeah. I mean, especially when you're on foot or in carts or Yeah, you're not getting a ride. No. You're it's with multiple people. Yeah. 
So it's, you know, yeah. like hiding yourself is one thing. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, it's, and you know, you know she freed children as well. People aren't leaving their babies behind. Yeah. No. I mean, how, how are you going to keep your baby quiet? I yeah, don't yeah. know the answer to that. Someone yeah. tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, I mean, that yeah. even adds more difficult. Well, it's to dangerous. That. So you can't, because if you make them too quiet, that's bad for the baby. Yeah. yeah. It's just, just amazing. I and know. just goes to show the power of God. Yeah. Yeah. He can do anything through people who are surrendered to him. Like you don't have to be this powerful Whatever person, educated, well-respected, you just have to be fully surrendered and he can use you. As I was studying, I thought about how some of us, I'm going to say some of us and be generous, but Mm. most of us probably would have failed as conductors and not, I put not even out of fear or selfishness, but out of independence. Yeah. Mm. Because to navigate the railroad, you had to rely, rely on and fully trust like this giant network of strangers. That's Uh terrifying. Yeah, where you had no—I don't trust anybody. Well, and they're not all going to be—I mean, they're not all going to be slaves. Yeah, no, you have to trust people that look like the people that enslaved you. Yeah, like you're not—you're not just slaving. You're not just trusting like your neighbor. It is that is a most of them are strangers. Strangers, and you just have to believe that they're not going to rat you out. They're not going to sell you back. Uh huh. And some of them might not have been nice. Maybe maybe they don't even care about sending you back, or just hurt you, or keep you. Yeah. Yeah. You had to trust all of these people. But then I also thought, like, okay, on the flip, how much can happen when a group of people working together towards a common goal, like network, and join together as one? Like, whoa. Hmm. Yeah. And thank God for all of those people. Yeah. That were willing to like. Say, hey, what's happening isn't right. Let's and they, fix it. Yeah, they risk it too. Like, oh, they yeah, risk- everybody hiding someone in their cellar uh-huh. or like heroes yeah. as Providing well. Providing food and water just yes. at some different point. Maybe they weren't even yes. able to do more than that. Yeah. That's all that they could do. That's still, I mean, doing something. Yeah. No, that's Hero- all. Yeah, you they're have amazing. To. Um, she keeps getting even more cool. So, because she learned and knew the Underground Railroad so well, including all of the safe houses, routes, etc., this made her very valuable to the Union Army. Ew. So she became a spy and a huh. scout for the Union Army during the Civil War. Oh, wow. Really? And I put there, like, what a whole heck of a lot of trust, again, in people who look just like uh-huh. the people who enslaved her. Yeah. I would have a real hard time yeah. as her. Um. She would wander the streets of Confederate territory, gleaning information Uh all day long. But, of course, that wasn't enough. She often got her intel from slaves and then worked on the side, like a side hustle on the own. Then she would work to help some of the individuals who helped her find food, shelter, and jobs in the North. Uh So she wasn't taking them on the railroad, but she would find these slaves in the Confederate territory and then get them supplies or show, like, tell them the way of how to get free. Yeah. Amazing. She was, it just keeps blowing my mind, she was the first woman in history to lead an armed expedition in the war, and she guided the, I'm going to say it wrong, Combahee something, River Raid, which liberated more than 700 slaves in South Carolina. She served as a guerrilla operative Uh and a nurse. 
she joined the women's suffrage movement. And she made me laugh. She wrote, if my work doesn't make a woman equal to a man's, what does? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, okay, so so she's helped, like, personally lead 70 people. Yeah. But now through her efforts, at w- this is just one period, yeah. 700 mm-hmm. people. I mean, and this woman is the first woman in history. She's leading a guerrilla operative. Right. That's a, uh, it's pretty awesome. Like, hi, yeah, women, equal pay. Like, hmm. I'm for you. Then she married a Union soldier uh-huh. who okay. had also been born into slavery. Wow. Oh. Yeah, pretty rad. In 1874, she and her husband adopted a daughter. After a very long process, she was eventually given an army pension of $8 a month as her husband's widow. He died in 1888. And then in 1899, Mm. so after waiting a freakishly long time, she was given a lump sum of $20 for her service. Uh. Uh-huh. Is that generous? No. Okay. No, it was I'm like, not. I know money held a different value, but. Mm. Isn't that interesting now, though, that she's going to be on the $20 bill and oh. we gave her the lump sum total of 20 bucks for helping us in the war? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. For all the people mad about that $20 change, like, let that sink in. I don't know. Earned. She started, and then she didn't stop. Like, she did the underground world. She was in the war helping. And then she. And we're talking, are we at 1899 right now? Um, I'm t- 1896, what I'm about to tell you. Okay. Like, so, mm-hmm. in we're her like, 70s. We're, yeah, we're in our mid-70s at and this point. And she's still going. Yes. Rock because on. Because she knew, oh, more people need my help, and I'm alive, and I'm breathing, and God is with me. Yeah. She started the Harriet Tubman Home for the Aged in 1896. What does she call aged? Because she right? was aged. aged. <laughs> yes. It was, and this, okay. It was a parcel of land that she donated despite being in near extreme poverty herself. Mm-hmm. She never had anything. Like she fought. That's why she wrote, like had her book written to try to raise money. And she mm-hmm. would um, like, like sell rags. Like she was constantly trying to hustle to have enough money just to live. But she gave generously of what she did have until the day she died. Wow. She reminded me too of the the. The lady in the Bible, the, the widow, widow with two That's mites. exactly yeah. what yeah. I just what just came to my mind of yeah. giving everything. Everything. Her whole life. Well, she's was got a giving. mansion now, so she's, she's yeah. doing good. Yes, she does. She entered the home she'd created. She entered the home for the aged in nineteen eleven when she fell ill and she oh. died there in nineteen thirteen of pneumonia. Oh. Okay. Her entire life was serving, which is remarkable considering she was forced to serve. Yeah. So how many of us would be like, oh, I'm done. Like, you made me, mm I've had my fill. Like, I've been working since before I was five, okay? Yeah, at five, you were loaning me out. So that like, means she was good at it. Yeah. Like, she was she was proficient at five years old. Yeah. So she was working long before that. But even in her freedom, she made it her life's work to serve. And for that, she blows me away. She is so a hero. Faith. So much faith. She got a well done. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well done, my good and faithful servant, for sure. And again, another one I'm excited to meet one day. Yes, me too. We can go, we can go have coffee with her and Mr. Rogers. And uh, (laughs) it's going to be so awesome. We're just racking it up like all (laughs) these people. I can't wait. Anyway, thank you for taking some time to learn about Harriet with us. Yeah. 
be inspired. Like you can, it doesn't matter. Like don't self-deprecate to the point where you talk yourself out of doing something because you are strong and God is with you. I mean, the m- end. most people aren't going to do right. the feats that she did. Right. But we have so much, like you said earlier, our stories, we can help so many people. So many people. With our stories. Well, yes. And it, it five-year-old and 12-year-old Harriet Tubman wasn't going to be like, I'm going to lead people to freedom. A five-year-old isn't thinking that. A 12-year-old isn't thinking right. that. No. It's the, I see an injustice and I'm going to step in. Right. We can do that. Yeah. Or we can see, like, she she saw other people going through the battles she'd fought. I, I can do something mm-hmm. because I am strong and I have God with me. And I will hold steady onto my God. Boom. Do something. Do something. See something, do something. Let's start that phrase. All right. She's amazing. <laughs> Go out and be amazing. Absolutely. We love you. We will be back next week with a new hero. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Girl in a Hill podcast. Please help us out by sharing the podcast with your friends, connecting with us on social media, and leaving a review on Apple Podcast. We're here to climb the hill with you as we all work to stop hiding, start shining, and be the women we were created to be. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.